what, what do you make of it? It's got to be good for just soccer in general in this continent. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, it, it just shows. I think in, in years past, Mexican teams wouldn't want to uh, come up for a tournament like this. You know, I, I think they felt, um, and they have been, um, a, a fantastic league for many years. Um, and disrupt the start of their season would be a big ask. But I think now the strides that uh, we've made as a league, in particular, you know, Seattle winning uh, the Champions League uh, last year, I think is in the momentum that we have, obviously, things like Messi coming in the league. Uh, again, I think this league's growing at an amazing clip. Um, the level of plays improved, you know, 100% over the last, you know, five, six years. Um, and I think it's a, a tournament where all parties feel like it's, it's, it's going to be a great, great experience. And so I think it's going to be uh, fantastic for the fans, for the players, for the leagues. So I think everyone wins. How do you approach this? Is you know more serious than a U.S. Open Cup? Not that you didn't take it seriously, clearly. But is this is this a bigger stage than U.S. Open Cup? Um, I, again, I think for us, it's it's not really putting more on it than we want to be better every game, and this is an opportunity to do that. And obviously, we have some great opponents in, in our group, um, and I think every game is a barometer of where you're at, and, and, and I think it's uh, an opportunity to see where you. The areas that you need to improve in on both sides of the ball, um, and again, I think any game you play, whether it's you know, Seattle on Saturday or it's Monopoly with your son on Tuesday, you don't play just to play it. You play it to win the game, and so that's that's our mindset: is we want to be, we want to, we want to win the game, and regardless of who we're playing, whether it's a practice game or you know a league's cup game, uh, the emphasis is on putting the performance together. Uh, mindset together uh, and an effort together that puts us in a great position to win the game. Since Chicho's joined the group, he's scored nine goals in three games. I take it that's not a coincidence. He's not scoring it, but he's setting guys up. What has he brought to this? Yeah, you know, and I said this before he got here. Uh, you know, I think great players uh, not only uh, make your team better because they do great things, um, but they take a lot of pressure off the other guys um, because they become more of a focal point. And so teams obviously know that Chicho's a, a great goal scorer. More times than not, he's going to find himself in double teams, triple teams, which which leaves guys like Luna and, and, and Saba in positions to make plays. And so when you have such a you know dynamic attack as we do, um, whilst he's not creating them himself at the moment or scoring them, um, he's, a, he's creating space for everyone else to do their thing. And uh, I think it's a matter of time before he gets back on the horse and he continues to build his fitness because that's another aspect that you know, I think we've taken into consideration. This is like a preseason for him, and this, these were like be the first three preseason games that he's played in. And so, you know, the adapt, the, the time he needs to adapt to get up to speed at, at the physical level of these games, um, coming off a of preseason, uh, it's going to take some time. But everything he's done, both on and off the field, has been top ten. It seems like every week with him, we learn something new. Whether it's him scoring goals, setting up his teammates, whatever. This week, it, it kind of felt like his toughness. He took a little bit of a beating on Saturday, just with the way New York was defending him and whatnot. Comes off the field with a little bit of a knock on his ankle, and yet he's right back in training two days later. Just what's that say about his mentality, his toughness? Is I don't know, if grit's the right word. Yeah, like, no, I think you don't get to the level uh, he's at as a player without that. You know, I think he's got an, an enormous amount of belief in himself. Um, you know, it, you want to speak to his toughness. He's he's the strongest guy on our team. Uh, when you when you put him on force plates, when you do like the strength of his quads, his hamstrings, he's the strongest player that we have by far. Um, and so I, I think his his his, his soccer acumen extremely high. His, his power is is off the charts. 
his camaraderie is, is tenfold, and then his quality kind of speaks for itself. So um, it, it's great to have a player like Ticho in this group, and it's what we need if we want to make a run. When you look at this League's Cup, obviously you got the World Cup-style pool play beforehand, and then it shifts into a bracket. Uh, that's, I mean, tournament play is different than league play, like traditional league play kind of thing. There can be league teams and tournament teams, I guess. What's kind of the mental shift that you look for in guys to shift into a tournament run like the Open Cup or League? Yeah, well, I, I'd say that. I'd say we're just, we'll just take our blueprint from the Open Cup, really. And, uh, again, I think... Uh, having played mixed teams for quite some time, uh, it's, I no longer have to say mixed team, I'll just say team, because everyone goes in there and does a great job. Um, and, and so uh, this would be no different. Obviously, we play Saturday, Wednesday. Um, we'll make a few changes to, to, to the lineup. I think the great thing is, is that both teams are here at home, um, and, and that allows for a little bit more continuity. But, but again, we, we want to we give everyone a crack. Uh, we feel that the strength of our team is actually in playing uh, more players. Um, so we'll continue to, to, to do that and really utilize the, uh, the Open Cup situation as a blueprint for this tournament. After playing so well uh, on the road for so long, did you feel like it was just a matter of time before that carried over to the home matches? Yeah, again, I think, again, it goes back to doing all the little things right. You know, and I think at home, um, there's, there's this desire to, to please the crowd so much where I think people stop doing their individual jobs um, on either side of the ball because they try to do a little bit more. And again, in team sport, if everyone does their job, if the offensive line blocks, the running back runs and the quarterback throws and the receivers catch, you're, you're more likely to get a good result. You know, And I think we just kind of stripped it down to that. Everyone just do their job and we have the quality and we have the mindset to compete with any team in this league. Is momentum a real thing? Um, it can be. I think momentum can be a real thing. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's uh, again, I think momentum, the way we've experienced it, was it hasn't been always rosy. Um, even in the Minnesota game and the, uh, the Kansas City game, where we find ourselves down 2-0. I think momentum is like understanding that I've been in a tough situation before, and I have the mental ability and, and the quality to get out of this. And I think that that part is real. That is momentum, having been in situations. But I think uh, the momentum part, I think, carries over the week, where the training week becomes more competitive. You know, I think when you're you're not in a good run of form, there's there's some heads that are down individually. You know, as a collective, the spirit isn't there. So I think I think it does a lot to the to the human side. Um, but on the soccer side, you still got to go out there and execute. But I think all the momentum does is it puts you in a great mind frame to, to be able to believe that you can do that and carry on. This might be awkward, so excuse it if it is, but it looks like the League's Cup, whatever else you think about it, and people can think lots of stuff about it, but it is definitely a bridge to the rest of your MLS games. And I think you've had a lot of momentum and it's been a positive, and if nothing else, you want to sustain that momentum until you get back in MLS play. Yeah, yeah, we want to win every game, but again, if we had a practice game this Saturday, we want to win that game. There's no, there's no, there's no greater. We could talk about trophies. How do you get? How do you raise a trophy? You got to win the games. And so you start, you start with the end, which is winning trophies, and then you break it down. You want to win games. Well, how do you win games? You got to train the right way, right? You got to have a good mentality in training. You got to understand what your job is, and so it encompasses all of us here at the club. Um, but 
but I think the sleep stuff is no different. I mean, we're, we're not looking at it like it's, we're looking at it as an opportunity to improve and win. Uh, and that's what we do with every game, whether it's US Open or, or League Club. When you have a pretty comprehensive performance, you've had a couple of them here at home, you always talk about there's still an opportunity to learn. How easy it for, is it for you as a coach to find stuff in the game and say, this, uh, you got to be better at there's that? There's tons. <laughs> there's tons, DJ. Uh, and today we did a little bit of defending from the front. Um, and, and again, just showing them that when we do a good job up here, we win the ball at midfield. And now we're on the attack, and now we're numbers up. And now we can really allow guys like Chicho, Sava, Diego, uh, Danny, whoever's up there, uh, to do their things with more space. And that's really the benefit of, of winning the ball higher up the field is that you're eliminating five or six, four or five guys every time you win the ball. And so we, we worked on that today. Um, and, 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 you know, just constantly trying to um, allow them to feel and understand why, why we do things. Not because it's the coach saying it. It's because it'll benefit you in the attacking phase, right? So defend with uh, extreme uh, concentration. Be engaged in the moment, even though you're an attacking player, and it will pay dividends after winning the ball. Does Chicho set an example in that regard? Uh, Chicho's been great. You know, I think, uh, obviously, he's played for a couple different teams in the last year, um, and every, every scheme's a little bit different. I think the emphasis that we put on defending from the front is, is a little bit more than those other teams. Um, but the one thing is that he's, he's grasping it really well. Uh, when he commits to the defending, um, he does so much nuanced work where he'll play cat and mouse with the guy on the ball, which is beyond what I'm asking. But it's really his commitment to, to, to integrating into the group and, 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 and doing a great job. And so, um, again, when those four up front do that work, the team benefits greatly from it. Uh, situation has never been mm-hmm. this big before. Uh, you kind of treat it like you just opened up, but more important because you're playing, you know, uh, League of Mexican teams as well. Um, yeah, first time League's Cup. I think it's just we want to win every single every single game, every single competition. So we're taking the same mindset that we had in the Open Cup and our regular league matches games to just win the whole thing. Just take it uh, game by game, you know, first game in Seattle, then Monterey, then see what happens, but we definitely want to win every single game. How good is this for soccer in general in North America? I think it's fantastic. I mean, you obviously want the best teams competing against the best teams in whatever continent you're in, right? You know, um, Europe has the Champions League, stuff like that. So I think us with the Mexican teams and you know, the Canadian teams as well, I think it's just a good competition to foster, you know, growth in, in North America for soccer. Is it kind of, I mean, a little frustrating? You guys are playing so well, and now it's a month off mm-hmm. before you play MLS again. Or, or I mean, it's not a break by any means. Yeah. It could be if you, just, you don't get out of the group. I mean, but. I can see how people can see it that way, but I think we just see it as it just gives us more time to train, you know, fight against each other in practice, just get better. Because, like, as Pablo was saying earlier in the locker room, like, we're a good team now, but we're obviously we're not a great team. You know, great teams, they win championships. So I think just allows us to have more time to, you know, grow together, play together, uh, become stronger together. And we're going to use uh, every opportunity we get to do that. It seems like of all the things this competition will provide, one of them is a chance to sustain the momentum. If you lose or if you don't play, the momentum is at risk. If you keep playing and keep winning, this really good energy you guys have right. seems to keep flowing. Yeah, I think we're on a, we're on a, we've been on a good run for, I think, a decent while now. So I think our objective is just to keep that up and make it even better, you know.
And so another run of games in this tournament, and we're going to use that to continue this momentum and try and go as far as we can. What's clicked so well in the last 90 days for you guys? I mean, I think you've only dropped like three matches in 90-something days. Or something like that. Trey will correct me when, mm -hmm. where I'm totally wrong. But yes. what, what just kind of clicked during this run? I think we just... We've just continued to, to fight and play for each other. You know, I think as the season's gone on, I think we've gained more chemistry um, within the team, which obviously helps. But then I think just having our our bottom, our basically our bottom, um, our motto of just working hard for each other, you know, playing hard for each other, having the right mentality going into games. Like, I think over the course of a really long season, if you have all of those things in every single game, you're bound to go on a streak of runs or win a good amount of games. And so we just continue to work on that and make it better as, uh, as the season continues. Since Chicho's joined the group three games ago, you scored nine goals. I take it that's not a coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, a, he's a fantastic player. I mean, he just adds a uh, different dynamic to the team. And it's, it's great playing with him, um, not only for not only him scoring goals, but he also opens up different lanes for other players, um, assists. Um, and he works extremely hard, which is just a player like of that talent also working that hard just adds so much to the team so it's, it's nice i just saw a moment out here that maybe want to ask you have you bodied up against him how strong is he <laughs> you know i actually did body up against him uh sorry uh earlier on when he first came and yeah he's strong right he's not the tallest person so you would think maybe he's not as strong but there's a lot to him so like it's really hard to push him off the ball um which is good you know <laughs> you always want that, that that quality yeah i just saw him in yeah, Brian Vera. Yeah. Right? Brian Vera. Maybe it's a low center of gravity. It is. Brian Vera is an absolute monster. <laughs> he's a he's a unit. So I think yeah, I think the low center of gravity definitely helps having that like balance around your you know your quads and your hips. It doesn't allow players to push you off the ball a lot, which is which is helpful. Yeah. was different than all my other games was that I got in the box more and I think that was something that I've been needing to do I've been you know creating from outside and uh, you know show, showing that I was getting in the box this this game it, it led to success so something I need to continue doing moving forward on and um, yeah how excited are you for this uh, this league's cup it's a different format obviously exactly. than ever before but get to play top teams in, in Mexico what is this going to do for soccer just in this whole continent yeah it's going to be exciting we get to test ourselves against the best of the best right here in the in Mexico and US and play against you know we'll play Monterrey which is champions in Mexico so it's going to be a cool uh, a good tournament uh, yeah good games and it's going to be fun to test each other and, and see how this plans out more uh, prestigious than U.S. Open Cup, especially in the early rounds. I mean, it's a different format and all that, but is this like maybe one of the biggest tournaments outside of uh, MLS that you've been Yeah, I think that I've been in, including the Mexican teams, I think it's different and it also adds a whole other level to a, a different, you know, like environment and, and style of play. So it's definitely one of the bigger tournaments I've played. It seems like kind of a, a reflection on where the game is in this country. I, I like to joke sometimes that the Mexican national team is the mo most popular national team in the United States just because of how many Mexican-American yeah, households grow yeah. up Rudy Ferrell Tree and everything. Yeah. Does this kind of a step unifying MLS and League MX and like a league-wide tournament, does that say something about kind of where the game is at, I guess? Both for MLS and League MX, maybe? I guess it can, yeah, it definitely can show you, right, you know, all the games are played here in the States, and I think they did that for numerous reasons, and I think maybe one of that is because there's going to be a lot of fans that support, you know, the Mexican League and that are sure. Mexican-Americans that are going to come out and support the team, so there is a big fan base and there's a big culture here in, in the States, so I think that is a big reason, and of course, I think it's going to turn out well knowing that, that there's going to be packed games and, and 
Mexican teams coming down to, to play against us. Did you ever grow up with a Mexican club? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> say so. My dad and and parents were would always be there and with Pumas and and Santos and stuff like okay. that, but never like you know diehard fans or something like that. But you yeah. didn't. You didn't grow up dyed in the wool green or anything. <laughs> no, no, Santos nothing, nothing like that. No. <laughs> you guys are playing so well in MLS play. I mean, you can carry this over. You're actually playing an MLS team yeah. right off the bat. But um, is is this a good time to maybe have a break, depending on what happens? In, up with you before you resume uh, MLS play in August. Yeah, I think I think it's I don't think it has anything to do with the break or us playing differently. I think it's it's a good time for to switch it up. I say, and then we're, we'll switch the format and play into a, a different you know event, and then um, continue the same mentality though going into this game and the same thing we've been doing, and then always trying to win, right? So I think it's doing the same thing, but it is nice to to have a little I guess pressure off the league, so and then we can resume in a couple weeks. Is it possible for you to follow that league? And I don't even know how possible it is to follow MLS with all the game yeah. times at the same yeah. time. Are you just so caught up in your own team, you don't get to follow it? Nah, yeah, I don't, I don't watch any of that uh, league, or, so no. So it'll all be brand new. Brand new. You start watching film, like who's who, what's what, <laughs> exactly. what do they do? Yeah. Okay. You touched on this a little bit after the game, and this has nothing to do with football, but yeah. I, I did kind of want to follow up a little bit because you talked a little bit about how about uh, mental health and, yeah. and just kind of where you were at pre-U20 World yeah. Cup coming back. And that's obviously translated to your game on the field yeah. a little bit. How important is kind of that element in terms of being a professional athlete that sometimes doesn't get overlooked to be able to take care of yourself, not just physically but also mentally? And Do you kind of see like more professionals, I guess, sort of taking that a little bit more seriously nowadays? It's the number one thing, in my opinion. The number one thing besides physical, besides, you know, anything, tactical, anything. If you're not if you're not good in your in your own head and you're not happy and, and you, you don't have a clear mind, you're not going to succeed anywhere. No matter your talent, no matter what your work ethic, it's the number one thing. How'd you turn the, how'd you turn the page on that so quick? Because you listed a bunch of things. Yeah. Honestly, none of which are very, yeah. you know, unusual. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. they're all pretty common. Yeah. And you're dealing with them all at the same time. Yeah. And I don't want to say, like, they all, I don't know what the language is, they all cleared up at the yeah. same time or you got them all figured out. How, how did you do that? Because you are still 19. It, I, I don't think it was that they, the problem's not fixed, right? You know, like, I'm not with my family. I'm not, all right. these things are not fixed. I think it's clearing your head within yourself. It's, it's knowing that you're going to, you got to be okay with the, with the things that are not okay. And, and learn that you can't fix those things and have the, the enjoyment of playing because we play soccer for fun meet. So also getting those minutes in the, in the World Cup and, and being able to express myself was a big thing. You know, I think when you're, when you're not playing, it's very tough to stay positive as, as a lot of us use soccer as our, you know, as our therapy and stuff like that. So I think it was a, a bunch of things, but it's also just making sure that you, you got to focus on um, the positives and, and learn that there's going to be a lot of bad things, but you can't change a good amount of those. What is the therapeutic value of running to the corner after scoring in the second minute and giving your team the lead? Yeah, that was pretty cool, right? It was my first touch, so I've never had something like that. That's probably the quickest goal in my whole life, so that was pretty cool. And, um, yeah, no, just to, to score my first goal at home that quick in a game like that was, was pretty cool, and the emotions are high. Are you looking for somebody specific in the crowd, or are you just letting the whole thing wash over you? Are you looking for the craziest person you could find in the crowd? What are you nah, looking for just when you look up? excitement, and then, you know, I did the celebration my girlfriend's expecting, so it's, it was an exciting moment to do that, and it was fun.
I was gonna say, have you been uh, planning that celebration yeah. with the embarazos and your girlfriend told you about the yeah. baby on the way? Definitely, yeah. So I was, I scored one in St. Louis, but my my head was not was not there. <laughs> that was my first goal. I was too like everything was just going out, so I, I had it there. But it was good to do it at home and, and yeah, in front of our, our fans. Was it yeah. kind of just a matter of time before you guys start playing so well at home again? Because you had been playing on the road, and it was just you know yeah. we're we're a really good team, and our, was, we have a great demand. Yeah, so. it was, I think it was just a. We were producing chances at home. I think it was just the final, the final little touch or the final shot and stuff like that that we were, we were lacking at home. I think it was just something where mentally, I think the guys were just like, oh, come on, come on, like a little too much on themselves. And I think we're just letting it be free and, and doing our own thing. So I think that's what, what it was. So the time stopped and you saw Sabarino with no real pressure on him. Yeah, literally when he when he I knew he was gonna whip it because like they dropped off a little bit mm-hmm. and I, he does that all the time and it's always a good service. So. I'm glad to, and then me getting in the box, look what happened, so I need to start doing that more often. <laughs> How many times have you been told by teammates or coaches to get in the box yeah. before you finally did? <laughs> exactly, right? They, they've told me that a good amount of times, and it's like, I'm always trying to produce outside, but my thing that, for me, is to score goals and, and stuff like that, so I need to get in the box, especially as a, a winger. Is there a little bit as a young player thinking, hey, if I get all the way, and then there's a counter, and i got a long way to go, and I'm going to hang back a little bit and I do think, anything I think it's for me that a lot of the time growing up, the whole my thing was to get the ball and, and create for my team. So it wasn't really that goal scoring mentality. It was more of assist and, and creating chances and, of course, scoring goals every here and then. But I think I need to have that more instinct to be a goal scorer on this team and, and get in the box, but also produce at the same time when it's time. So I think that's just what it is. It was just like a, a habit, I guess, of being the one to create instead of being the one to finish. So when, with Danny, when you push the ball out wide to him, do you realize... I'm behind him. Everybody's head is turned. Yeah, so, yeah, so it was like it was a quick little like, and I knew he was right there. So I, I wanted that one two right away, and I was so glad he, he just slipped it in because he could have took a touch, he could have done, but he saw me, and those center backs were flat, so it was perfect. And then I was just had all the time in the world to just take it over him. So it was good. Awesome. Right. Thanks, dude. Thanks.